As more news emerges about at least $22 million of embezzlement schemes at Epic Charter Schools, it might be difficult to keep up with the saga. That's why State Impact's Beth Wallace asked Oklahoman newspaper reporter Nuria Martinez-Keel to get us up to speed on the latest decade of Epic scandals. So Epic Charter School, back in the news, the state auditor indicated last week there were millions more dollars involved in the scandal than what we thought. And now the new state attorney general announced his office was going to take back control of prosecuting the Epic founders and CFO. But before we get into all of that, I wanted to remind listeners of how we got here. So let's start the saga at the beginning. How did Epic start and what was it supposed to be? Epic Charter Schools was our state's first virtual charter school. They started in 2011, and it wasn't until 2013 that they came under criminal investigation. You know, Epic for a long time would make the argument that part of why they were so under scrutiny is because they were delivering something entirely new, and that there were people who didn't like how they disrupted the status quo, which one can say they definitely did. So there were a few different schemes that Ben Harris, David Cheney, and Josh Brock were alleged to have been part of. Can you describe some of them? Where do I begin? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say the first time the public really got any insight into what law enforcement was looking at was in July 2019. And and one of the through lines of this whole scandal has been the learning fund. Basically, lawmakers allege that this was a slush fund, that it was a hotbed for embezzlement because the co-founder's company called Epic Youth Services was actually who was in charge of the learning fund. The school would receive its funds from the state, pay 10% of its funds to the management company just solely for managing the school. And then they also handed funds over for the learning fund. It was a separate bank account that was paying for extracurricular activities, for supplemental curricula. And as we discovered later, that there was uh, quite a few things to learn, uh, quite a few questionable expenses, uses of uh, on personal credit cards, on political donations that were allegedly coming out of that learning fund. The OSBI also alleged in 2019 that Epic had illegally inflated its enrollment count um, by counting students in their school enrollment who really weren't receiving instruction from Epic. OSBI referred to them as quote-unquote ghost students. That was the first time we ever really heard that term. So a 2020 state investigative audit found tons of those problems you just described. Charter schools in Oklahoma have to be sponsored by an established body like the State Board of Education or an existing school district. How did Epic's sponsor react to learning the results of this investigation? Uh, The statewide virtual charter school board initiated the process to terminate its contract with Epic, which would mean that the biggest branch of the school would cease to exist if that contract were terminated. At the end of the day, that contract was maintained, but the board used it as a significant point of leverage to negotiate a lot of improvements at the school, specifically instructing them to correct a lot of the issues that were found in that state audit. And so those founders, they've been arrested and charged uh, as of this last summer. What kinds of charges are they looking at and what kind of repercussions could there be for them? So the two co-founders, Ben Harris and David Cheney, and their chief financial officer, Josh Brock, were charged with embezzlement, racketeering, obtaining money through false pretenses, using a computer uh, for allegedly a criminal enterprise, a a litany of charges. But I expect that to carry on for a very long time, as most criminal cases do. So then uh, the State Board of Education voted last summer to downgrade Epic's accreditation. Functionally, what does that mean? There is a tiered list of accreditation statuses, one with being totally accredited, no deficiencies at the top, 
And at the very bottom is non-accredited, which means this school no longer exists. So right now, Epic has been placed on accredited with probation, which is one step above totally dissolving the school. So Epic is still in operation. What's next for them? I think the folks over there would say that they're at a much more stable place than they were just a couple of years ago. It's an entirely new group that cut ties with those co-founders and are very determined to move forward without any charter management company involved at all. And now I think a lot of folks at Epic are grateful that the waters have calmed quite a bit. 